I was working the squirt station on the breakfast shift at Peeves Burgers when I learned that my best friend's life was over. The squirt guns were connected by hoses to tanks, each tank containing a different slew formula. Orders appeared in lime green letters on my screen, and I squirted accordingly. Two sausage peeve sandwiches took two squirts from the sausage slew gun. An order of waffle peeve sticks was three small dabs of waffle slew. The slew warmed and hardened on the congealer table, and because I'd paid attention during the twenty-minute training course and applied myself, I knew just when the slew was ready. I was a slew expert. Sherman was the other squirter on duty that morning. The orders were coming in fast, and he was already wheezing on account of his exercise-induced asthma. His raspy breaths interfered with my ability to concentrate. You really have to concentrate, because after four hours of standing and squirting, there's the danger of letting your mind wander, and once you do that, you can lose control of the squirts and end up spraying food slew all over the kitchen like a fire hose. Wasted slew reflects badly on you, said one of the inspirational posters in the employee restroom. What's eating you, Sherman? I asked, squirting eggs. He squirted out twelve strips of bacon. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Not your problem. I'd known Sherman for a long time. We'd grown up as next-door neighbors, had gone to the same schools, had the same teachers. This year we were both taking twenty-five places that will blow your mind. Geography. And six equations you won't believe. Pre-college math and you'll have itchy eyes after reading these heartbreaking stories. AP English We did everything together, and even though he was a little higher stat than I was, he never made me feel weird about it. Come on, Sherman, don't just stand there squirting in silent pain. Tell your pal Denny what's wrong. He wheezed a while longer, really laboring. Then, like a miserable little volcano, he let it out. My family lost Stad yesterday. The cold hand of dread fondled my knee. How much Stad? All of it. Every last little bit. We got zeroed out. Startled, I impulse squirted and missed the congealer entirely. Biscuit slew landed on the floor. My mom lost her job, he explained, and my dad gained nine pounds. My sister got more zits. The swimming pool water was yellow when the stat commission came to audit. It was a bunch of stuff. Just a perfect storm of bad stat presentation. He rubbed his forearm across his nose. I might as well be dead. I could only agree with him. Stat was determined by a complicated algorithm that factored in wealth, race, genealogy, fat-to-muscle ratio, dentition, and dozens of other variables from femur length to facial symmetry to skull contours. It was determined by the attractiveness of one's house, the suitability of one's car. You could lose stat from a bad haircut. You could lose it by showing up to school with food slew on your blouse. I had done that once during freshman year and never gained it back. Stat was the cornerstone of our great meritocracy. In olden days, One of the worst punishments society could exact upon you was outlawing, 
It meant you were literally outside the law. You had no privileges, no protections, no rights. Anyone could just up and kill you without consequence. Being declared no stat was a lot like that. Without stat, Sherman's family would lose everything. Their house, the right to wear current fashions, to see the latest movies, to vote. And I could lose stat of my own just by being friends with a no-stat person. My heart felt like a clammy potato. What was happening to my friend was worse than death. It was erasure.